Hi, my name is Blake Mess and I'm eight. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he's a godson. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Happy to get to share another true story from the Bible with you about how great God is. Last week, we talked about how God answered Hannah's tearful prayer by giving her a son, which she gave back to the Lord to work in the tabernacle, even though many of the Israelites, including the priest's sons, weren't following God. But God called her son Samuel to be a prophet and speak his messages all throughout the land of Israel. Now the Israelites were going to battle against the Philistines, and when they fought, Israel was defeated. The Philistines killed about 4,000 Israelites on the field in battle, and when the Israelite troops came back to the camp, the leaders said, Why has God defeated us by the Philistines? Let's bring the Ark of the Covenant to the battle so it may save us from our enemies. So Eli the priest's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, came with the Ark of God. And when the Israelite soldiers saw it, they shouted for joy as loud as they could. When the Philistines heard them, they said, Why are the Israelites shouting? And when they found out that the ark was in the Israelite camp, they were afraid and said, A God has come into the camp. We are doomed. Who will deliver us from the power of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with plagues. So have courage, Philistines, so that we won't become slaves to the Israelites as they have been to us. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, with every man running home. Thirty thousand Israelite soldiers died, and the ark of God was captured. Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, also died. One of the soldiers ran from the battle line, with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. Eli the priest was sitting by the city gate, waiting, because he was so nervous about what might happen to the ark of God. When the soldier reached the city and told of the defeat, everyone in the city started crying. Eli couldn't see and called out, "'What's going on?' The man said, "'I just now ran from the battle.' Eli said, "'And how did it go?' The man said, The Israelite army has been defeated. Your two sons are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. As soon as the man mentioned the ark, 
Eli fell backwards and died. When his daughter-in-law, Phineas's wife, who was pregnant, heard about the ark and that her father-in-law and husband had died, she delivered her baby son, saying, God's glory has left Israel. Now the Philistines took the ark of God to their own city and brought it into the house of their idol Dagon, setting the ark up beside it. The next morning, the people saw that Dagon had fallen face down on the ground before the ark of God. So they set it up again beside the ark. But the next morning, Dagon was face down before the ark again with its hands and head broken off. God sent a disease of tumors on the Philistines in their city. So the people said, We have to get rid of the ark of the God of Israel because he is against us and Dagon our God. They asked the Philistine leaders, What should we do with it? And the leaders said, Bring it to Gath, another city where the Philistines lived. But after they brought it, God sent tumors on the people of that city and everyone was afraid. So they sent it back to the first Philistine city. But the people cried out, They're bringing the ark of the God of Israel to us to kill us. So they told the leaders of the Philistines, Send the ark of the God of Israel away, back to where it came from, so we won't all die. The ark of the Lord had been with the Philistines for seven months. And so they called their priests, saying, What should we do with the ark of the Lord? How should we send it back? The priest said, Don't send the ark back empty. Send it with a guilt offering. Then you'll be healed and know why the God of Israel has been against you. And they said, What kind of offering? The priests answered, Tumors and mice made out of gold, since that was the plague that came on you. And you must give glory to the God of Israel. He may perhaps pull back his hand from attacking your gods and land. Why should you harden your hearts like Pharaoh and the Egyptians? God sent plagues on them, and they sent the people away. Take a cart and two cows to pull it, and put the ark and the golden offerings in a little box on the cart. Then let it go and watch what happens. If it goes to the Israelite land of Beth Shemesh, you will know the God of Israel is the one who caused this harm. But if it doesn't, then we can guess that all this happened to us by accident. When the men put the ark on the cart, the cows went straight in the direction of the Israelite land of Beth Shemesh, and they didn't turn away. The people of Beth Shemesh were gathering their wheat for the harvest, and when they saw the ark coming, they celebrated. It stopped in their field, and they broke up the wood on the cart and offered the cows as a burnt offering to the Lord. The Levites took the ark and golden tumors and mice, and the men offered more sacrifices to the Lord. And when the Philistine leaders saw all that had happened, 
they went back home. But some of the men of Beth Shemesh looked at the ark of the Lord, and seventy of them died. The people cried, saying, Who can stand before the Lord, this holy God? And where should we send the ark of his presence? They decided to send messengers to a town called Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come and get it. So the men of Kiriath-Jerim came and took the ark to the house of Abinadab, and all the people cried out to the Lord. Samuel said to all the Israelites, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, get rid of your gods and idols and let your heart serve the Lord only, and he will rescue you from the Philistines. So the people got rid of the Baal and Ashtaroth idols and served the Lord. Samuel said, I will pray for you. They poured out water and didn't eat any food, saying, We have sinned against the Lord. Now when the Philistines heard that the people were all gathered together, they came to attack Israel. The Israelites were afraid and said to Samuel, Cry out to God to save us from the Philistines. So Samuel offered a lamb as a burned offering. And as the Philistines drew near to attack the Israelites, God thundered against the Philistines and made them confused, and the Israelites defeated them. Samuel set up a stone, saying, Till now the Lord has helped us. And the Philistines didn't come again to attack the people all during Samuel's life. The Israelites even got back some of their cities that the Philistines had taken from them. Samuel led Israel during his whole life, traveling all over Israel and speaking the Lord's messages. So, why did God let the Israelites be defeated by the Philistines in the first place? Didn't he know how scared the people would feel when the ark was taken? Weren't they trying to get God's help by taking the ark into battle in the first place? Well, even though the Israelites were trying to get God's help, they weren't actually coming to him for help. Since many of them had started worshiping other gods like Baal and Ashtaroth, maybe they had forgotten the laws about how God wanted them to live in his ways and thought that they could get God's help by using the ark as their protection. But God didn't want their hearts to be stuck in the wrong thinking because he wanted to have a relationship with them. If they repented and turned back to him, he was ready to receive them back. But when they took the ark into the battle and God let it be stolen, something else was stolen too. God's glory was stolen because rather than the Philistines seeing how great God was through helping the Israelites, they thought that they were strong enough to defeat the Israelites and their God. Since the Israelites failed, God restored his glory and greatness 
himself. Remember what happened when the Philistines put the ark in the temple of their god Dagon? God made the idol fall on its face and even broke off its head and arms. He also showed his power by sending plagues of tumors in whatever Philistine city the ark was being kept. He even followed the test that the Philistine leaders set up when they said they would believe it was the Lord only if the cart with the ark went back to the Israelite land on its own. But all those things didn't cause the Philistines to repent and follow the Israelites' God since they came up against the Israelites right after that. Through the Israelites' repentance and Samuel's prayers, God defeated the Philistines and continued to be patient, holding them back from fighting the Israelites more and facing further harm themselves. So, why else did God bring the ark back to the Israelites? Eli the priest had let the soldiers take it into battle, and he died not knowing if the ark would ever be returned. But God kept working through people who were faithful, like Samuel. God showed how much he wanted to keep being with the people by returning the ark, because it was a symbol of his presence with them. But once again, Even though they offered sacrifices and celebrated, the Israelites didn't want to follow God in the way he had set up, and they looked at the ark, which was only supposed to be seen by the priests, and some of them died. Only after that did the people proclaim God's holiness and repent, going to Samuel to cry out to God for help when the Philistines came again. So many of them missed how much God wanted to be with them and instead only thought of God as someone who could do powerful stuff for them. So what about us? How does God want us to seek his help? Does he even want to help us? From the very first sin in the Garden of Eden, God has always desired for us as his children to seek him. He loves to keep us from running in the wrong direction, led by our own ideas about what is best. That's one reason he sent Jesus, to walk with us on the earth and live a perfect life, offering himself as the perfect sacrifice for all the times we don't obey his commands. And when Jesus went back into heaven, he sent his own counselor and helper inside each of us who has chosen to follow him, the Holy Spirit. God also wants to speak to us through other people who have the Holy Spirit and are following his word. But we never have to feel like God will only listen if someone else cries out to him for us. He wants us to talk directly to him, knowing that Jesus and the Spirit are on our side even crying out to the Father for us, for our good and His glory. So when you face a situation where you feel attacked, come to Jesus. It might be a temptation, like wanting to stay angry at a sibling 
or wanting to keep begging your parents for something they've said no. It might be an attack from Satan when he wants you to be afraid or worried about something. Or it might be a feeling of frustration when a weekend camping trip or time with a friend gets canceled. Jesus invites us to ask for his help in all these things. But another great thing to ask him is, what do you want to say to me about the way I'm feeling, Jesus? Because even though he loves showing his power and helping us, he also cares about what's going on inside our hearts as he helps us to understand more about who he is and the good life he's inviting us to live with him. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for sending your spirit to help and comfort us whenever we feel attacked and to help us grow in our friendship with you. We want to enjoy everything you have for us in this life of walking with you and show others how great you are. Amen. Thanks for listening, friends. Talk to you next time.